It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is a big week for Republicans, as last week was a big week for Democrats. Uh, interesting, though, I, I was looking over some of the ratings information. It's always interesting to, to me uh, to review how uh, like television viewing patterns uh, inform us, if they do at all. I know that Television is not the only way you uh, you listen to these types of things. We broadcast uh, many of the big speeches here on KSL News Radio, and of course, uh, you know the elephant in the room is that you know we have cell phones and tablets and all that, and and so much uh, viewing is done there. I'd invite you to return here to the radio, though, every chance you can. But uh, you can't uh, you can't deny the reality that much of the conventions uh, will be consumed uh, in a segmented sense. Uh, either via your cell phone or your tablet uh, or the computer. Uh, and so looking at television ratings is, is a difficult thing to do. But I would uh, note that there was an interesting finding uh, last week uh, during the Democratic uh, National Convention that the network, the cable news network, which enjoyed the highest ratings, was MSNBC. Now, there are certain stereotypes associated with MSNBC and certain realities, all right? The, there are uh, political ideologies head in, held in large part by those who broadcast on the network and those who uh, watch that uh, network. <laughs> and so it was that, uh, you know, during the week where, uh, you know, the, the liberal Democrats were on TV each night delivering their message uh, that it was the uh, the Liberal Democrat Network which was enjoying the highest ratings. And it'll be, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens this week when uh, the tables are turned essentially and it is uh, the Republicans delivering uh, their remarks throughout the week. We'll see if there's uh, anything to be learned uh, via the television viewing uh, patterns. I, I would point out we will be uh, broadcasting, as I mentioned, uh, many of the speeches this week, and one uh, one great way you can access that is via the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services, and you will get uh, notifications when the the major speakers uh, take to the microphone, both tonight and Tuesday. It's a great tool, and uh, right now, if you were to log on right now uh, to the KSL News Radio app, uh, you might very well see uh, my cat Rachel. We have a video link here in my guest bedroom from whence I broadcast each day. And uh, my little cat, Rachel, likes to climb up on the desk, and she's here. She's a, a fixture of each day's program. <laughs> KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Services. The Trump campaign has announced uh, the, the hopeful agenda, what Donald Trump would like to do uh, should he secure a second term as president of the United States. It is uh, uh, a relatively brief, and I say relatively brief, uh, because if you compare uh, what the president has put out as his hopeful second-term agenda compared to uh, that of uh, Joe Biden, uh, there are fewer specifics. I, I will be frank about that in the in President Trump's uh, agenda right now, or his 
uh, hopeful agenda. So let me read through uh, some of them for you. Uh, some of them are very interesting. I'll, I'll start in the introductory paragraph. Uh, the president says, building on the incredible achievements of the president's first term in office, uh, the president's reelection campaign has released a set of core priorities uh, for the second term under the banner of fighting for you. And it goes on to describe President Trump's boundless optimism and certainty in America's greatness. And so uh, it goes on. And here are the, there are a number of different categories. And I'll, I'll, I'll start by sharing the categories. He uh, looks at jobs. That's the first category. Uh, in the second category is the eradication of COVID-19. Third, and our reliance on China. And it is for that reason uh, I was very anxious to speak with Congressman Stewart about China. Uh, unfortunately, we went on a little bit long, but we are going to look for an opportunity later this week uh, with Congressman Stewart to talk about China. And if you want to, to weigh in on that or if you want to help me prepare for that conversation, uh, shoot me a text message, 57500. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. And I get those messages immediately. Uh, and they, if I'm honest, they are a huge help uh, as we prepare the show each day. Some wonderful suggestions for content come through that way. And when we have big guests or we're tackling big topics, uh, helping me uh, get a good sense of what it is you would like to ask or uh, analyze uh, regarding various topics. So 57500, Utah Community Credit Union text line. Back to President Trump's would-be agenda. Uh, and our reliance on China is a, a category. Healthcare, education, drain the swamp, defend our police, end illegal immigration and protect American workers, innovate for the future, and then finally, an America first foreign policy. Let's go back up to jobs now, and I'll share with you some of the, some of the specifics that the, the president has within here. And this is as specific as it gets uh, thus far. You know, I, I am looking forward uh, to you know, a further detailing of how he aims to accomplish these uh, goals, but uh, right now they are uh, goals and nothing more. It, the first reads, create 10 million new jobs in 10 months. Create 10 million new jobs in 10 months. I, I think we're down like 13 million jobs nationwide since the dawn of uh, this coronavirus took hold. All right. So to get 10 million back in 10 months is ambitious because uh, it's unfortunate, as we've spoken to people like uh, Melva Sign here with the Restaurant Association, there are some jobs that are gone and they are never to return. There are some companies that are gone whose doors are closed uh, and they will never reopen. And that brings us to the second goal by the president. Uh, he would like to, in his second term, create 1 million new small businesses. One million new small businesses. That's very good. That would be very good for all the communities uh, who have been so hit by this coronavirus. You drive up and down uh, the street, pick your community, drive up and down, you'll see a business or two or three or 30 with a sign in the window saying, hey, yeah, uh, we may not be reopening. Thanks for the years of patronism, patronage. Next on the president's agenda, uh, cut taxes to boost take-home pay and keep jobs in America. Okay, that's very good. Enact fair trade deals and protect American jobs. Calls for a, quote, made in America tax credit. Also looks to expand opportunity zones and continue deregulatory agenda for energy independence. 
That's something we discussed just yesterday, uh, the the policy enacted by the Trump administration at the onset of his first term uh, to to diminish the regulatory hold held by uh, bureaucrats in Washington. And if you make your way to my Facebook page, you can see a comprehensive look at all of the regulations that have been rolled back uh, during the Trump administration. That is a quick glimpse at one category. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you would like to see either from President Trump or a would-be President Biden. 57500, it's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We've been through the Trump agenda. We'll go through the Biden agenda later on. And when we come back from the break, we'll be speaking with Representative Ben McAdams. He has some legislation which would combat scams against the elderly. Important stuff next. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 